Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Straight in the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dock. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the studio. Gary, Chuck. Yancey, all hanging out together and ready to do one of these Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell hotline. Uh, Ole Miss basketball's 9-0. It mm-hmm. has been quite a 48 hours in the NIL world of Ole Miss. More coming in just moments ago. And so here's our show. Gordon Ford's going to join us in the next segment. We'll bring uh, Gordon in to talk a little hoop with us. And then we got Zach Berry, who's been busy with the Ole Miss spirit and keeping up with all uh, that's going on in these commitments and more along the way. And, of course, for South Farm Credit, they're possible uh, for some of this news and things uh, we're bringing to you, 100 years of experience supporting rural communities and agriculture, ready to guide you through the financial journey at First South Farm Credit. Okay. Hi, boys. What's happening, brother? Great day to be a rebel. I tell you what, I'm excited about this show. Just good news after good news keeps rolling in. It's a exciting time to be a rebel. And so, Pat? yourself on the back if you have been donating to the Grove Collective. <laughs> Chuck had, and I have, but don't, Chuck, don't, Chuck don't, way too cheap. Don't think that uh, th- that hadn't been a critical part sure. of all this, too. Yeah. I mean, everybody's patting Kiffin and all them on the back, and they deserve it. Yeah. Absolutely deserve it, but so do the fans for for donating and, and funding the Grove Collective. Because I've had multiple friends of – and family members of other schools who have recently hired football coaches, and I've politely told them, doesn't matter if you don't come up off some money, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. If yeah. your collectives don't come up, and, and now you're seeing what all these guys are doing and a starting quarterback from Ohio State leaving and maybe going, I mean, taking a trip to Nebraska, okay, that's fine, but that's not the same. It is a market for these guys, and they are moving and shaking. And if you don't have the money, don't get left out. Out in the cold, buddy. It is, but you got to have more than money. You got to have excitement around your you program. Do. You got to have belief that you can win championships. And what Lane and them has done is they brought they have brought both to the table. You know, these players know that not only are they going to get paid when they come to Ole Miss, but they got a chance to, you know, go to the playoffs, win a national championship, and, and get developed. And so his reputation of developing players. Uh, the reputation of look what he's done at Ole Miss, 10 wins the last two out of three seasons, can win the most uh, games ever in Ole Miss history this year. So it takes more than money. We're seeing Mississippi State, they've done a good job in their NIL this past year, but they're not even getting visits. Uh, so you got you got to win. you got to have that roster to be able to win, and you got to give kudos to, to Lane and that whole staff. Absolutely. Great point, Chancey. I, I agree 100%. 
But it, but if you don't have the money, no, you're out. No, now if you don't have the money, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, but you know, this it, there is a lot of excitement nationally. You're hearing podcasts, you're hearing ESPN talking about that Ole Miss has a chance to win a national championship next year. So uh, everybody around the country is noticing what's happening here at the University of Mississippi. So did we all watch the basketball game yesterday? <laughs> did Man, you watch? I don't have any nails left. The the. Sports announcer in me would not allow me to turn the sound on. I, I just wouldn't do that. Not because it was someone that might have been connected to Central Florida or whatever. I was nervous, sitting yeah. there nervous, and then just watching it as it goes. And and I don't know why I was so nervous, but the, they, they brought me to the edge of my seat and still found a way to win. Yeah, man, you were thinking like only at Ole Miss. Of course, it happens to schools all over the country, but – you know, just trying to fumble that. They're at what seven points with forty six point five seconds, and then you know they're it's only a two point lead with fifteen. Then they get the rebound, they get up, they're three, they miss the first free throw, it's over. Make the second, and then the, you know the third inbounds uh, turnover in the last twenty seconds of the game, and luckily uh, Flanagan had the whereabouts to, to block that shot. Yep, came in there and and, and got it done, and. You know, that's a, that's a win over a Big 12 school that if you look in the NCAA net ratings or yeah. whatever is is going to probably get you a quad two win maybe look, by the end of the year. It could be one, not not yeah, not two know. because you got to remember you win on the road is the top 75 net rankings at home is the top 50. So I I'm, I'm telling you that's a pressure defense and a good I think that's a pretty good little Central Florida team I do. All right, so we'll get with Gordon, we'll get with Zach Berry. We've got some recruiting, we've got some news, we've got the good bad and ugly and all that stuff before it's done. But now five things from uh, Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Steve Grantham operates nine of them in Mississippi and Tennessee. Yeah, there's been tons of great good news for the Ole Miss football team, but the biggest recruiting news for the team came from when Chuck broke about a week ago that Micah Pettis will return. As you can see, when Micah went down, the offense simply wasn't the same. Speaking of players coming back, the news that Jordan Watkins, Trey Harris, and Caden Priestorn are all coming back is monster. You add Carolina receiver Juice Wells, and I'll put Ole Miss's receiver group against anybody in the country next season. Also, don't forget about the commitment from Deion Smith and Aiden Williams returning as well. Those are five NFL-caliber receivers. Thought number three, another huge addition to the football team is Arkansas's linebacker, Pooh Paul Jr. Yeah, Pooh to the mix with Santaran Parkins, Kyrie Coleman, T.J. Dudley, Tyler Banks, and Ladares Tennyson. Quality depth has already surfaced. Thought number four, going forward, all eyes will be on keeping current offensive linemen Jeremy James, Caleb Warren, and Jada Williams while landing a couple stud offensive linemen, namely Carter Smith out of Indiana and USM tackle Jaquan Scott. We'll say the last thought when we come back. All right, we'll bring it up after the break with Gordon Ford also. Hang on. You think car? We want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. 
For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, are the ones to trust when it comes to orthopedic needs, such as sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, along with a physical therapy department. To make an appointment, call 901-759-3111 or schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. They also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Also, don't forget you can chime in at 662-426-1093. Get those text messages in, 662-426-1093. We've got Gordon on the line, but Yancey's got to get that fifth thing in. I ran him up against the break. Final thought is Kind of good time with Gordon coming on. Uh, what else is there to say about the Ole Miss men's basketball team? They were all to nine and 9-0 start for the first time since the 07-08 season and are one of only seven teams out of 351 to remain undefeated. We knew Chris Beard and his staff were going to turn things around, but who would have predicted a 9-0 and start in top 25 ranking before this, the students were even let out for Christmas break? Not me. And with that, we bring in Gordon Ford. G, how are you? I'm hanging in there, my man. Let me ask you a question. Has Chuck cornered that phrase, I know she's worth it? Because every time I hear that phrase, I think of him. Well, there's a Chuck <laughs> at Van Atkins Jewelers. Okay. Oh, okay. There is it's a Chuck at Van me. Atkins Jewelers. Not this Chuck. It's I've it's the Chuck from that. Van Atkins. Yeah, Wanda knows he he's too cheap to buy her any jewelry. So <laughs> that definitely would not be his his saying. Listen, I put shoes on that woman. <laughs> She's from down in the Delta where they don't even have shoes most of the time. She had gumbo between her toes when I met her. Comes from the discount store over there on uh, West Jackson Avenue. Shoes he gets her. Well, look, G, I mean, you know. Gordon, these... whatever your name is. G. He didn't even know your nickname. Gordon. Um... A lot of people call me G, so, you know, there you go. 
Yeah, he's just getting old. It's okay. We're going to keep him on top. Uh, you know, nine and zero start. Uh, we all see there there's some flaws like there are with any team. But uh, I mean, what what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, like I said, from the first games I watched them, I thought there's no way. I mean, this team uh, has problems, and Beard has improved them tremendously. And I think adding Musa in there. I mean, he's a shot blocker as well as sharp, a rim protector. And I think that Flanagan has given them something they didn't have last year, a guy who can create his shot, score. But then again, they blow leads. And like yesterday, I mean, they were a hop, skip, and a jump of losing that game. And that's the second time that a team has missed a point-blank shot or the buzzer rang or whatever, like Detroit Mercy that they had a chance to get beat and almost screwed it up themselves. But like I said, they're nine and zero. They beat Memphis, who's beat Texas A and M, who's beat Arkansas, who's beat Missouri at Missouri. And you know, I mean, what can you say? I mean, they are uh, they're right now they're playing well. And guys, what I like about this, yes, they have. Almost lost several games there at the end, but they haven't. And you start building a belief, and that's what I told – we were in a text message in the last two minutes. I said, they're going to win. And even though they were pushing the old Miss Bigs around, they didn't have momentum there. But I said, they know how to win close games. And we see it in all sports, um, you know, football, basketball, baseball. When you have – when you pull out those close games there at the end – it just kind of snowballs, and it and that momentum gets more and more as the season progresses. I think it's a, a great sign. Yeah, they you know they play California at the end of the week in Oxford. It's a six thirty game, and that's a team that was three and twenty nine last year. They should beat them, so that makes them ten and zero. I think they've got two more games. I think Southern Miss is one of them, which comes which they go down there. And I can't remember who the last one was, but they got they a have, good chance. They have of Troy, being 12 and 0 before they play Tennessee. Well, they have Cal and San Antonio, Texas. Then it's Troy and Oxford, Southern Miss and Biloxi, and Bryant in Oxford before the SEC yeah. starts. So those Legitimately, are can be thirteen and 0. games right there. Yeah, I, I, I know Cal's much improved this season. Um, they're not; they don't have the flashy record, but I've heard Beard and, and their staff talk about them. They're they're a lot better than a lot of folks think, and it's not, you know, it's a neutral court game, but uh, it's not home. But I, I do expect Ole Miss to win that game. I guess, guys, the biggest thing that I see, uh, the biggest flaw right now, is that for that motion offense, you love to have an offensive center that can cause havoc down low to work it down low and then let them crash, double team the center, pass it out to the open guy. I don't think that teams are really going to be scared right now. Uh, about Ole Miss's centers. They're great rim protectors. They're good defensive players. But offense is not their forte. So that can cause a few problems. But I think Beard will be able to scheme around that issue. Chuck, you brought up a good point about the lack of offensive productivity from those two centers. Do you think that there's any developing that can happen going forward? Well, I I mean. uh, Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Gordon. No, I think that, yeah, um, I think they could. I think Musa, you know, I mean, it, I mean, he grabbed a rebound the other day and almost dunked in the crowd. Of course, he missed it, but I think, you know, he's got a little bit of offensive talent if that, you know, can get him under the goal. 
I, I said last week eight and eight, right? And the stat line he had yesterday is what you're going to get out of Musa Cisse. It was eight points, four rebounds, a steal, um, four block shots, and, and that's what you're going to get. I mean, that that's what he is. And for Sharp, it's got to be a alley-oop, right? There's, yeah. there's not, you know, that's what he's – or the putback. So you're – it's not going to be a lot of offensive I, game for me. So how do you scheme your offense? You would like to have two to three really sharp shooters from the outside. Obviously, you know, Codwell can score from the outside. Morrell can score from the outside. Flanagan can even score from the outside. It would be nice to get Brandon Murray in there to give you that threat. But as a coach, how do you scheme around having a lack of productivity from there at the center position offensively? I mean, obviously they bring a lot of defense to the game. Well, I think Gordon made a great point earlier that Flanagan can uh, create his own shots, yeah. and that's something we didn't have last year. And I think we're just a more athletic team. Uh, Memphis, to me, was so athletic, and we didn't back down a, a, a minute yeah. athletically. I mean, they were a little more athletic than us, but it wasn't disparagingly better, you know, athletically. Correct. And and that's to me that's the biggest difference is we've got better athletes who are also basketball players. And if you watch the Memphis uh, Oklahoma game, excuse me, A and M game after the Ole Miss game Sunday, yeah, you saw the disparity between Memphis and A and M. They were, they were. It was obvious how much more athletic they were against A and M. And A and M's, I believe, was ranked twenty one going into that game. game. So uh, you know. Uh, just an unbelievable job they're doing, and, and Juju being able to win that game, and he, you know that's probably as bad as he's going to play all season. I think that said a lot too. I mean, Nunez didn't come in there; he's not going to fill up the stat sheet offensively, putting the ball in the hole. But you know, he didn't have any turnovers. I believe he had three or four assists while he was in there. He, I mean, he did a good job. I thought while uh, Juju was out of the game. Yeah, yeah, he did good. But uh, you know, one of the things is when we talked about this last year. I think Morrell needs to shoot the ball more. For as highly ranked as he came in here, I don't think he's ever become the scorer that people thought he would be. And I think that he needs to take more shots. And I think if he got on the groove offensively, I think we'd be a lot better team. He only took nine against Central Florida. He made five of them. So, uh, you know, your theory is correct based on that game, no doubt about it. Well, I mean, you got you got – more options than you had under Kermit now, right? I mean, the development of Caldwell, you got Juju, you got, uh, you got Flanagan, you know, there's other, you know, before there was so much weight on his shoulders, but when you've got three other guys that can put the ball in the hole, it's, it's hard to get 16, 18, 20 shots to become a volume shooter like we saw Morrell the last couple of years. So I think that's just a, a good sign that there's just not enough, uh, balls to go around. He can shoot more than nine a game. Yeah, though. yeah, I would like I'm to like see that in the and shoot more than nine a game. He needs typically to he does. fourteen. Typically, shot. he does. And, and, you unless he's off, you got to make the percentage, right? Because sometimes he's off. He's got to make the percentage. Gordon, we're up against the break, brother. Thanks for being with us again. I'll see you Thanks there you, next man. week, guys. Bye bye. All right, thank you. We'll come back with a couple of text messages and a look at injuries as we roll along on this Monday night.
Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Farise and the Farise Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Farise Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Farise Group, farisegroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Farise Group, your partner in retirement. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, my friends, it's 662-426-1093. You can text message in and uh, and do exactly what this person from the 901 did, and that's tell Yancey it's time to switch up the weird coconut song. <laughs> so, hey, look, if you don't like widespread <laughs> panic, I apologize for you. <laughs> so we have that one. Uh, another is when's the last time the men's basketball team went 10 and 0? The answer to that is 2007, 2008. They won all non-conference games, went 13 and 0, lost 85, 83 in the SEC opener in Knoxville, uh, finished up 24 and 11 that season, seven and nine, uh, in the conference. Um, and to your point, 16 and two at home, like dominated at home. Let me, I'll, Go Did they go the to the roster. NCAAs in that year? Oh seven oh that wasn't the year that Marshall Nope, they ended no, up was... going to the NIT yeah. and beat uh Cal Santa Barbara. That was the game they Nebraska, were the first one out, sure was Virginia Tech and lost to Ohio State in New York. Gary, who, who were a couple players on that roster? I'm gonna I'm have, to that's gonna take a second for me to 
but I so, mean, so isn't that cool. kind of ironic? Thirteen and zero, which this team could do, could do very well. Yeah, first game loss would be at Knoxville. <laughs> Ole Miss's first game <laughs> in the SEC is at Knoxville, and good gosh, are they good? He, man, Barnes always recruits. He's they're always so long. Um, you know, it's, he's he's done a rosters really, really don't good go job. back on the Ole Miss website uh, that, that far, uh, and he, we're always on the road to open the SEC. That's the truth. It's unbelievable. This It just defies logic. <laughs> it cannot be a coincidence that, like, I think the, I, I tallied it up not too long ago, like 22 out of 26 of the last year we've been on the road to first SEC game. And that sets the tone for your SEC schedule. And especially when it's against one of the top ten teams in the yeah, country. You it, know, it, it would be different it, if you were playing. It just can't be a coincidence that we're on the road that much. All right, to answer your question, yeah, Chris Warren, yeah, Dwayne Curtis was the big guy, uh, David yep. Huertas, remember him? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the Polonies yep. was on there, Trevor Gaskins, yep. Zach Graham. Big Jeremy Parnell was a part of that group. Yep. Football player slash, and that was it, Malcolm White. Yep. Was a freshman mm, on there. That was a good roster. That was a decent roster, wasn't it? should have been in the tournament that year. Third yep. in the West that year in, uh, in seven and nine. And Gary, in I, I think you made a great point off the air. We were talking about what it's going to take to get the NCAAs and debating on the wins and losses in the SEC. Is that it's going to help Ole Miss having Chris Beard as the head coach, right? I think that is a, something that is discussed. You're already seeing. Whether you like the man or not, and I know Dick Vitale went great on Ole Miss early last year in men's basketball, but he's already in his social media worlds touting what Chris Beard is doing and drawing attention to Ole Miss. There are others in that world, that college basketball world, that are already looking at what Coach Beard has done early. There's a lot of basketball still to go, yeah. a lot of things to do, but I, he he is a draw. He is. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, I believe this would be his fourth team in the last six, seven years since 2016 to take to the NCAAs. Little Rock, Texas Tech, Texas. Then Ole Miss. Can you imagine taking four different teams to the NCAA in a six, seven-year period, Chuck? Have you ever heard of such? That's why he was hired. Yep. Because yep. <laughs> he's good. 100%. That is what you call a proven commodity. Most everything else is all about commitments, transfer situations, yeah. and we've got Zach Berry coming up, so – I'm just going to kind of hold on to that because we're going to kind of break that up for the next. What about interest here with the ball game, Chucky? First right. of all, I've got to let, let's be sure that we tell you that the text messages were brought to you uh, by our friends at uh, Canaclear and McGraw, CCMOxford.com, and the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. I think everything's looking real good for the bowl game, but uh, Micah Pettis, he's obviously still going to be yeah, out. Micah Pettis is not going to going to play, but. Uh, the rest of them should be healed up. This this month should have should have done it. Did we get any clarification on Pettis' injury? Is it a heel? Is it an ankle? It's, it's a heel. I heard a heel separation. Separation, right? Whatever that I, is. I've never heard of that I've in my life. I've never heard of it either. Do, is, is it surgery? Is it time off? I mean, what is the, the rehab process? I have no clue because I don't even know what it is. And, and Dart, I guess, would be the second guy that you'd really – you know, I mean, do you think it's enough time for that leg that's been bothering him since this summer to get healed up? Obviously, it's going to be a lot better. I think so, his ankle and his shoulder will heal up, but I don't know about his knee. Yeah. You know? What about I, Williams, the offensive lineman? Yeah. Yeah, he's, I think he's going to be He'll be okay. fine? Yeah. That's going to be big. He and needs, Bentley, you know, had the bruised ribs. Had the bruised ribs. I he's think gonna be he's going to be fine. 
I think I think Jaden needs to get in there and just to feel good about himself and the end the season and get some good spirits coming in next season, have a really good game in that bowl game. And, look, uh, Penn State's uh, line of scrimmage is really, really good. Their weaknesses always was kind of the speed issues at the skill spots. But on the line of scrimmage, <laughs> Jaden's going to have to to play there. I mean, they're, they're as good as anybody well, in the country. Well, let's hope that they moved Kern to right tackle, Jeremy James back into right guard, Caleb at center, um, Quincy at left guard and and Jaden at left tackle and let's roll with it. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's to me that's the that's the winning line against Penn State. Or or you could have Jaden at right tackle and Kern at left tackle since he's nah, handled it all year. No, no? Kern's played right tackle before. Jaden has not. Put him at left okay. tackle. Hey, I'm down. And and let me say this: Penn State's front is defensive front's really good, but they're not very big. They, they're surprisingly small for a Big Ten team. They don't have a single guy on the defensive front that's a 300-pounder. Their, their, their tackles are like 285. Their ends are like 249, 260. So it's not a big line that they're going to be going against, but they're a quality line. They're fast and ferocious. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he does a great job recruiting players. We saw yep. what he did at Vanderbilt. and Their linebackers are big. Um, and, and their secondary is really good. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why ESPN's uh, only gives Ole Miss a 22% chance to win that game. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, they well, got a good ball team. Well, well, look at this. Now, even though the Big Ten uh, has some weak sisters in it, they only allowed 11.4 points a game and 223 yards a game and 57 offensive plays a game. Good gosh. Yeah. Wow. We'll be back. Zach Berry's on the other side. I like coconuts. You can break them open and they smell like ladies lying in the sun. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or call 844-901-ROOF. 
make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. A partner in retirement, two decades of expertise. They help retirees invest and distribute their savings. They provide clients with unparalleled level of service, deliver results. They have offices in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, and Baton Rouge. Give them a call, 1-877-327-3737. Three five. Here's a guy who's uh, been a little busy here in the in the last forty eight hours himself. Zach Barry's back on the program. Hey, sir. Good evening, fellas. How we doing? Doing, doing good, great. my friend. How, how are you getting time to breathe? Man, I, I just got home. I did some Christmas shopping, got the kids some dinner, and uh, installed a new thermostat. And then Ole Miss gets another commit. So it was a uh, it was a hectic <laughs> evening, but uh, but yeah, it's been uh, it's been busy. Uh, it's been great though. It's a good uh, bridge to signing day, uh, December 20th, as Ole Miss has pretty much wrapped up their high school class. They've got a couple targets left on the board, but uh, the portal's been a lot of fun to cover. I've enjoyed it. I know others do not agree, but uh, it keeps us on our toes for sure. I think we're going to get that running back out of Dallas, don't you? Yeah, it was, it was I wouldn't say all Alabama, but... Nick Saban and company had a slight edge a couple weeks ago, and then uh, Lane Kiffin, Kevin Smith, and Kelvin Bolden, who uh, is allowed to be on the road to recruit, which is is almost a cheat code right now, as John David Baker took the OC job at ECU. So those three guys went out and watched Lancaster play its final high school game of the year. They were in person. I I think that was huge for for, for Keelan Lacey, and then also just the fact that 
Kevin Smith has been a believer in him for a long time. Enrique Davis has also pitched in here. They made it very clear in the summer that he was their number one back on the board and probably a top three target on the board now with Caleb Odom solidifying that, uh, you know, his commitment with Alabama. He is no longer, um, entertaining any other suitors. He's sticking with Bama. I would say that Keelan Lacey is the number one high school target for Ole Miss and I think they're going to get him. What do you know about Lewis Moore, this latest commitment? I, that's a kind of a new name for me because I don't keep up with recruiting anywhere near like you do. <laughs> yeah, I'd heard his name a couple weeks ago as a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, but they, uh, they did a good job of, of keeping it under wraps. Uh, he had the opportunity, kind of a leg up on other folks, when Indiana announced that Tom Allen was, was no longer the head coach. Those Indiana players are able to enter the portal, enter the portal before the window is fully open. So they, they were able to get in, start those conversations early with staff. But yeah, I got played in 12 games for Indiana in 2023. Uh, huge impact this past year. 83 tackles, three force fumbles, three interceptions. Really good athlete from Texas. He's got a, uh, kind of a both sides of the ball background, played some wide receiver at Juco. Uh, went to Navarro College, um, was a pretty pretty damn good receiver there. He had 48 catches for 713 yards and five touchdowns. So kind of, you know, has those wide receiver skills that I think will help him on the back end at the, at the, at the Power 5 level. And um, Indiana saw something in him, recruited him as a DB, and now he'll be uh, trying to be a ball-hawking safety for Ole Miss in 2024. Gary, Chuck, and, and Zach, you looked, speaking of Indiana, Tom Allen uh, had a great tenureship here at Ole Miss. You would think he would have positive things to say about Ole Miss to the players there from his team. There's another Hoosier that Ole Miss is heavily after, Carter Smith, an offensive tackle, or, you know, he could really be versatile enough to play anywhere. He's only a redshirt freshman, second year in the program, started 10 games, uh, visited this past weekend. Uh, went to Florida State after the Ole Miss visit. Ohio State's also trying to work him in for a visit. Where do you think things stand right now for him, Zach? From all accounts, he had a great visit. He left super early Sunday morning, and I think I don't think Ole Miss fans should read anything into that. I think he was just trying to stand by his word that he would go visit with Mike Norvell, and he wanted to get out and get that done so he could go see – Tallahassee visit with Norvell and the staff and then make a decision. Um, that's kind of where I think this is headed. I, I don't know. It's certainly possible he could take another visit, but I think it's probably safe to say it's down to Ole Miss and Florida State. But, yeah, I, I got it. has really grown into his frame, and, you know, every bit looked the part for Indiana. I had a, a scout tell me uh, a couple days ago that he was one of the few guys on the field that belonged when they played Ohio State earlier this year. 6'5", 305. Um, I think the transition from a true freshman to this past year, uh, his coach, um, or excuse me, uh, Pete DePremio, who covers Indiana, said that he was a first-time starter, but ton of ton of upside. He's super athletic. He played volleyball in high school, so you know he can you know he can move laterally. He's got some good athleticism, got some explosiveness. They, uh, they like him as a plug-and-play tackle. Um, I, I think that in a perfect world, as of today on Monday, Micah Pettis announces his return. I think Pettis is versatile enough to play right tackle. If Ole Miss were to get Carter Smith, 
he would step in and be the left tackle from day one, in my opinion. So talk to us about uh, is the smoke surrounding Walter Nolan, defensive lineman from Texas A&M, real for Ole Miss? Or what do you know about that? I I know that's kind of espionage at this point. (laughs) No, I think it's very real. He was very familiar with Ole Miss out of high school. Uh, You know, he bounced around a good bit three different high schools, but uh, during his time at both Olive Branch and St. Benedict in Memphis, he was very familiar with, with Ole Miss and the program, and Ole Miss recruited him. Um, it got super you know, serious with a couple suitors, and then Tennessee and, and A&M kind of jumped out ahead of everyone, and then I think most people bowed out at that point and knew that it was going to come down to those two. But, yeah, I think that it's very real. Um, no – as of right now, as we are as we are talking, I don't have a concrete date uh, for when he is arriving. I, I I struggle to to decide if it would be better for Ole Miss, and this is just my opinion, if they would bring him in during the week by himself, or they want him over the weekend with several others. Um, typically, Ole Miss likes to do the face to face, you know, all hands on deck approach with big guys. They did it with Cam Franklin during his commitment where he would come in, you know, during the week where it was just him and the entire staff would be there. Um, If you made me pick, I think that's kind of where this one's headed right now. um, You've got another big time prospect that's, that's on campus that has arrived on a Monday and you would imagine that he is there. It's just him. So uh, I think that that's something that uh, you, could be in play for Walter Nolan, maybe a Wednesday or a Thursday visit, and then maybe he stays through Friday, Saturday. But, um, yes, very real. Um, From the jump, I I know Jerry Hamilton of On3 reported that it was Oregon and Ole Miss right off the bat. He's already been to Oregon, and uh, now it looks like he is setting up to uh, take a visit to Ole Miss at some point this week. So, yeah, very real. I know Texas is trying to – throw their hat in the ring. I don't know if Alabama will, um, but that's another program I've heard. But, yes, I I think if and when Walter Nolan shows up in Oxford, it will be be very real. And, look, guys, uh, as good as the Ole Miss' defensive line was this past year and really the last two years, they don't have that difference maker, right? That that guy, you said that's a first-round guy. He would really make a huge difference for that defensive line. Back to the offensive line because I know so many people are asking about the offensive line. You got uh, Jermaine Scott out of Southern Miss, uh, down to Ole Miss and Auburn. There was a, a Lane put his uh, pitcher, his airplane down there at Hattiesburg just a couple hours ago. Uh, assumption would that he's seeing him and 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 the the quarterback there out of Oak Grove as well, but. Uh, where do you think things stand between Ole Miss and Auburn uh, with the Southern Miss uh, offensive lineman? I think right now it's probably Auburn. Uh, the Auburn uh, folks that I've talked to kind of echo that. Um, and I do sense that Ole Miss is probably, and this is not a knock on Jerkwan Scott, I think that they liked him a lot. I mean, he was one of the first guys received an offer when he was in the portal, one of the first targets Ole Miss reached out to. But I do think you're going to see, a, you know, almost like a second or third wave of players entering the portal. And offensive linemen is going to be a big group. And it's hard to find those plug-and-play offensive linemen. And if you do, they're going to be really expensive. So um, 
everyone's going to want those guys. So it's, it's, it's a, a delicate dance to find an offensive lineman that you can bring in and, and plug them in and play. Uh, Ole Miss fans are familiar with that. A couple of years ago, it, you know, they bring in a, uh, a transfer offensive lineman and nothing happens and can't, you know, can't even break the two deep. Mason Brooks, you know, yeah, everybody thought that he was a plug and play guy, um, with someone that several Power Five programs wanted. And now he's doing all right. He's playing for the Washington Commanders, so it all worked out. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's hard to evaluate in the portal. And it, not only that, but when there are surefire offensive linemen prospects out there, everybody's going to want them. So the price is just going to go up. So um, for Jerquan Scott, I think it's Auburn. And I think Ole Miss is going to kind of sit back and see who else enters the portal. They're certainly going to push for Carter Smith. They want him. The visit went well, but uh, I think they're going to probably try to get at least one or two impact guys once the second and third waves of uh, prospects enter the portal. The problem you got, too, with offensive linemen, if they're seniors, Zach, is uh, they have to be here for spring training or, or, you know, they can't get ready in August, uh, in my opinion, to be very effective. I mean, look at Kern and McGee. They were here all during spring, and it didn't even look like McGee was going to get – you know, break into the lineup until mid-August. So it just takes time mm-hmm. to, to get into a system as an offensive line coach. And that's why it's even more important for the high school recruiting uh, for Ole Miss, the offensive line. We saw Auburn try to recruit themselves an offensive line last year in the portal. We saw how rough it was. Now, they got better offensively as the season went. And there's just not many offensive linemen. You look at the top ten offensive linemen, I believe uh, Auburn, this would make three for them if they were able to land Scott. And then Colorado has two. And there's such a need for Ole Miss. So, you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they got to get the job done. Uh, last question here, Zach, and thank you so much for your t- your time. As everybody wants to know about Juice Wells, um, what, what, where do things stand with the South Carolina uh, wide receiver? Yeah, yeah. Uh... He was in town. We were, I was in Oxford on Sunday. Uh, we were doing some interviews, with some exit interviews with guys after they left. Uh, we were trying to confirm if Juice was there. Uh, we were talking to people, and a lot of people were like, I mean, we don't know. Like those, those portal guys, especially those high profile portal guys, are on you know, a different itinerary. They're on a different schedule than the high school guys. Uh, did see Juice. Uh, nice guy. Uh, just declined an interview. Just said, hey, I'm, I'm just not going to talk. I'm going to, you know, do my visit, handle my business, move on, you know, all good. But uh, Ole Miss sources are, are extremely confident. I know some some conversations were being had all day Sunday and today uh, in terms of, uh, you know, NIL and, and trying to, you know, get everything done. I, I don't think the Trey Harris news is any indication of whether it's going well or, or going poorly with Juice Wells. I think they wanted him regardless whether or not Trey Harris was coming back or not. Um yeah, he, uh, he might take some more visits. He has not said where, and I haven't heard anyone that I've talked to nationally that knows if he has any specific place in mind. But um, right now, I would say Ole Miss is the betting favorite. Uh, the visit was great. I talked to a source earlier today, really likes Lane Kiffin, thinks the offense is going to be perfect for him to get prepared for the NFL. And that's the ultimate goal. So right now, bet on Ole Miss. And speaking of betting on Ole Miss, uh, I just heard from someone that uh, it's not over with Jerquan Scott, and Ole Miss might be uh, be able to. 
pull that one off. So it may not be Auburn after all. So that's how that's how quickly that, these things can change with the portal. Oh man, the portal goes this uh, real quick about Juice. You know, he he missed what the last eight nine games with an injury, and we all saw what happened last year when another high profile receiver came in here with the injury. Franklin, I don't know, got a couple catches for the season. Where does his injury stand right now? I think he's fine. Uh, I, I talked with a couple of South Carolina people that basically said that he opted out and just wanted to yeah. be healthy so he could get in the portal and go find somewhere. So I think he could have played. Um, but as far as his injury, I, when I saw him, he d- didn't look hampered at all. Um, I think he's perfectly fine. Uh, I, I don't think there's any lingering effects there. I know that that's kind of a PTSD topic for Ole Miss fans after Jakari Franklin and, and Trey Harris had their injuries and, and things like that. But, um, yeah, it was just a left foot injury <laughs> after scoring a touchdown in the opening drive against Georgia in September. Um, so, but also those, those foot and, and, and toes and it, those things can linger and they flare up. You can be fine. Then you can aggravate it the next week and then you're out for two weeks. So, um, but as far as I know from talking with South Carolina folks, he was perfectly fine. He just opted out and wanted to start, I guess, his portaling early. Well, thanks, Zach. We appreciate you being on. But uh, I, as to your last point, I, I hope Ole Miss is going to do a better job of uh, checking on making physicals for some of these guys that have had injuries than they did with Franklin because that was a waste. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was that was kind of a bad luck in my opinion. I, yeah. I'm not a doctor, but the, the scope went well by all accounts, and then the knee just didn't respond. So it was just a tough break for, for Franklin and Ole Miss. But, yeah, that's – that's kind of the, you know, double-edged sword with the portal. We should have known the severity better than we did, though. Yeah, but well, here's the problem, too, with that. After he couldn't have the surgery because UTSA or whatever school it came from wasn't going to pay for it. So he had yeah. to wait to, old, to get old Miss. Yeah. That went into August because he didn't graduate to August. So, you know, the rest yeah. is history. Yeah. All right, thank, thank you, buddy. Thank you, Zach. As always, All on right. cue, buddy. Hopefully talk to you next week. Guys. You too. All right. Good luck. Way. On the way out, we have to mention the Grove Collective. They are here to enhance the NIL opportunities for all Ole Miss student-athletes. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Raw real estate. With over 40 years of combined experience, the Tom Smith Land and Homes team, serving the Cleveland, Mississippi area, is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers. Their knowledge and expertise about agricultural, hunting, and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state. With Tom Smith Land and Homes, you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Land and Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, Ole Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. A couple of items of business as we finish this one up. Gateway Tire has been serving us since 1929, 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. I'm going to be brief with our Ole Miss news because we've actually kind of covered it, but it's brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers. Uh, Van Atkins, the South's leader in the state jewelry and diamond solitaires, as Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Well, 9-0 and for the fourth time in program history. Men's basketball in the coaches' top 25 at number 25. A couple of spots out of the AP they would basically be. Uh, number 27, men's basketball doesn't play again until Saturday in San Antonio against the Cal Bears. Women's basketball in action tomorrow against Mississippi Valley. Our friend Hayden King, who stepped in and been with you guys on the program, will be on the call locally uh, on the radio in North Mississippi. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that game. I really can't. It's, uh, I'm excited for this team. Uh, you have any recruiting tidbits you need to get to us? We mentioned the Grove Collective, uh, but uh, you got some time to roll those before we get into Chuck? Yeah, let's do. Uh, Ole Miss hosted uh, four of their four-star defensive line class, and by the way, that's where they're hanging their hat on this high school uh, class coming up next Wednesday on the 20th, I believe, is Sunday. day. Yes. Four-star pledges, Cam Franklin, Cam Beavers, William Eckers, Eccles and Jeffrey Rush were all in town, along with four-star uh, safety commit, Javaris Banks, and four-star wide receiver, Noel White. Also, um, A.J. Maddox, a four-star quarterback out of Oak Grove, was in town. He's committed to A&M. Uh, you know, I think that A.J. is officially on commit watch. He might visit might visit uh, Miami this weekend. We'll see how that plays out. Another commitment that could be coming soon is Oklahoma uh, Sooner safety key 
Lawrence, uh, another safety, Chucky. We talked about Ole Miss needs to get better at that safety spot for next season. They're starting to address those uh, needs right now with tonight's commitment there uh, from the Indiana safety. And then I expect uh, Key Lawrence to announce for Ole Miss pretty soon. Um, he had 149 tackles, 10 tackles for losses in one sack, three interceptions, 12 pass breakups in the last two seasons there at Oklahoma. Very active. Um, and – other recruiting news, Clemson safety Andrew Makuba is the number one safety in the portal. Um, he's uh, announced that he's looking Ole Miss, Oklahoma, Texas, and Oregon. And then Ole Miss also received uh, commitments from Arkansas linebacker Chris Pooh Paul Jr. Uh, we talked about a little bit earlier, 78 tackles, 9.5 tackles for a loss as a junior. Uh, we saw him have a lot of success against Ole Miss. I'm glad he's on Ole Miss's team now. Then Illinois cornerback Tevian Nicholson, uh, he is the number four quarterback, cornerback, excuse me, in the transfer portals, 5'11", 180 pounds. I had 36 tackles, six pass breakups this past season. And we'll get into the good, the bad, and the ugly, brought to you by our friends at Cannon Motors Mississippi. You can find any location, their selection of new and used cars, by going to cannonmotorcompany.com. Well, the good, we've just talked about it all night. Um, the Rebel men's basketball team is off to a great start at 9-0 and after going to, down to Central Florida Sunday afternoon and chalking up a big 70-68 to win behind Allen Flanagan's 18 points and low double digits from Matthew Morrell, T.J. Caldwell, and Jalen Murray. Uh, while Coach Chris Beard was elated with the win, he said the Rebels have got a lot to clean up moving forward. And if you watch that game, you'd say he's absolutely right. But a win is a win, and 9-0 and is 9-0. and Things are slowly coming together on football roster maintenance, retention, and recruiting. Good news last week that tight end Caden Prescorn, wide receiver Trey Harris, wide receiver Jordan Watkins, tackle Michael Pettis, is Michael Pettis, among others, are coming back. That's good news with a couple of good transfers for the defensive side of the ball and more likely coming our way, signing days the 20th. All that looks really good. A lot of four stars on that list. The bad, I can't think of anything off the top of my head except a, a sad note to me, uh, three Really fine Rebels. Sam Millett of Destin mm-hmm. via Pascagoula, Bouncer Robertson of Jackson, mm-hmm. and today Johnny Wayne McCarty, Judge Johnny Wayne McCarty, all passed away. Both were fine gentlemen, fine Rebels, and friends of mine. I'll miss them all. R.I.P. Sam, R.I.P. Bouncer, R.I.P. Judge. I second that. All three really, really good Rebels and you know, They'll be missed. They'll they be missed. Be. They, will they, be. they did everything they could for the Rebels as long as anything people would ask them to do, uh, particularly Sam and Bouncer, uh, they did it. Yep. No questions asked. Yeah. All right, fellas. Um, I'll see you guys next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Only this is Chucky and I again. I think I've made an F minus the last attempt to, uh, to be the host. So I'm going to let Chucky give it a whirl next week. <laughs> Partial. We're going to double team it, We're Gary. We're double team it. Yeah. Well, and, and get ready for that, uh, the fun trip to Atlanta. And, oh, yeah. And, and I'm looking forward with, to with it. Penn yeah. State and get all that lined up, right? Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a heck of a trip. There are going to be a ton of Rebels in Atlanta. I expect a great turnout. Um, I'm looking forward to the game. Look, uh, the First time ever, 11 wins. I mean, why would you not go there, Ole Miss fans? 
Absolutely. I agree 100%. Nice, easy trip for a lot of us. Yeah, right? it's a four-and-a-half-hour drive now. Big alum base there in Atlanta. So, yeah. So uh, ought to be a lot of fun. Yeah, beautiful weather, beautiful women, a lot of good drinks. As they say, hotty-totty. <laughs>